the F3 Gateway Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Church Lady, and I'm so glad you're joining us here today. Today's episode is brought to you by The Heights at Crestwood. Of course, to attend a workout at The Heights at Crestwood, it will cost you nothing. It's free, just like every AO all around the world. Today's interview, I sit down with Fulton the original queue of the Heights at Crestwood Park. We talk about his entrance into F3, a long walk in the dark, and how F3 has made a difference in his life. Without further delay, let me turn it over to myself and Fulton. Hello, church lady with you today, and I'm excited for our interview as we have Fulton with us in the room. How you doing, Fulton? I'm doing well. Thanks for asking me participate. Very good. This is the second one we have done. Tarmac and uh, Flopper led the first one and they did a great job and we were glad to hear what they had to say, but we're excited to hear your story and and what F3's meant to you over the years. So I want to just get right into it and ask, how did you get into F3? Who aged you and when did all this happen? So I got into F3 last April 13th. But the, like many guys, the story began much longer before then. I was friends with Obi-Wan, who many of you know and is now down in Festus. I was in a uh, Exodus 90 group with him, and we were meeting up. A lot of Zoom calls at the time. This was uh, last January. And then we'd meet up, and the kids would be playing in parking lots, and Obi-Wan would be pulling out cinder blocks out of his truck, and he'd be, be talking about all this F3 stuff. And... Uh, a lot of us were like, uh, that's your thing, Patrick. But he kept c- coming back week after week asking, hey, who wants to go to F3 or you know, inviting us in different ways. Finally, he convinced several of us to do a Tough Mudder. We decided that to train for the Tough Mudder, we should go up to Crestwood Park, now the Heights, train together as a team because Tough Mudder is more or less a team event. So we started meeting at the Heights on Saturday mornings after the uh, beatdowns or the, the workouts. Obi-Wan basically said, hey, you know, we're basically doing a F3 beatdown. So I think uh, Rollover was in that group with us. Rollover was the first one to go to F3 April 12th, and then I went the next morning. And then Manu went and Skimmer went, and we got Albano out. And I think everyone from the uh, Tough Mudder group has all participated. Actually, everyone in our Exodus 90 group has also done at least one F3 beatdown. So that's kind of how I got involved. All right. So that was in April of 2021? Yep. April 13, 2021. So coming up on a year. All right. So Obi-Wan got you in there and uh, got you started uh, almost through some trickery, you might say. Uh, I think just persistence. If you know Obi-Wan, he's probably brought out, uh, I would say, 20, 30 guys at a minimum to F3. He, I don't know that he starts or ends a conversation without mentioning uh, F3. So he's a great Great packs and brought a lot of guys out. I wouldn't call it trickery, but persistence. Hey, however you got to evangelize F3, that works. All right. So, uh, of course, in F3, we all go by nicknames, and yours is Fulton. Let's hear how you got that name. So I've told this story a handful of times. So I started at the depot. So shout out to all the depot guys out there. So I started the depot in in April. My first beatdown was... Uh, you know, a gasser. It was led by Flower Girl. And at the end of the, the beatdown, I knew what was coming. They had warned me, you know, you, you'll get these silly names. Embarrassing stories get you there a lot sooner. I knew a couple of the guys. 
and a couple of the guys had known the story of me trying to walk back from the Lake of the Ozarks to St. Louis. So I basically said, hey, well, embarrassing story. I tried to walk back from the Lake of the Ozarks to St. Louis. And they're like, well, how far did you get? And I was gassed from the workout, and I go, Fulton. And they're like, Fulton? So the name stuck. I did not make it to Fulton in clarification. I actually made it to Holt Summit, which is still a pretty decent walk. I came back, and I think I said, hey, I didn't make it to Fulton. And they're like, no, Fulton it is. So, <laughs> so it was it stuck. Yeah. All right, that that's good. Uh, I'm glad you made it safely to Holt Summit all the same. So. Yeah. All right, so uh, what responsibilities do you currently have in F3? Uh, so I just stepped down as the site queue for the Heights. The Heights, uh, obviously, in Crestwood Park. I was asked by Rhonda to join the SLT. So my SLT position is going to be the first FQ for the St. Louis region. That position was held by Tinkerbell. Tinkerbell is going on to be the Nantan out at the Spirit of St. Louis. So excited to be taking this role and really just uh, accelerating the growth of the first F for the St. Louis region. What would you um, say is the responsibilities attached to the first F, if anybody doesn't know uh, what that would mean? Yeah, so obviously the first F in in F3 is for fitness. So uh, as we grow as a region, we're, we're bringing on more AOs. We've just had a couple of new AOs launch. New AOs oftentimes have a new site queue that's never been a site queue. So it's really just reaching out to the site queues, supporting them, helping them launch the AO, helping them with, you know, the three Fs, the five core principles, invigorating the the men at the, the site, you know, just kind of being the support behind the scenes, helping them with anything they may need, serving them, serving the packs, uh, encouraging cross-pollination between AOs, travel, anything really that uh, the site queue would be. Uh, needing, helping them, and serving them, and and really just kind of getting that F3 message out and branding so that, you know, we can continue to grow. We can continue to offer that experience to any new uh, FNGs that come out and be persistent or consistent across the board so that if you show up at in Maplewood or if you show up at the depot or you show up at Crestwood Park or any of the other 20-whatever sites we have now, that you're getting, you're getting a, a consistent experience, you're being welcomed, you're getting a great workout, you're getting the second F for fellowship, and you're getting the third F in faith. So really just instilling that uh, those three core principles or the three core you know Fs of F3 and then the five core principles. All right, so here's a question for you, uh, one I did not prep you with, uh, but what is one of the most memorable beatdowns that you can remember participating in? Oh, man, these are always tough. It's like asking me the hymn of the week because I, I, you know, I experienced so many good beatdowns, you know, as a cue, I like to cue, not a shocker to everyone, but uh, as a cue, one of my most memorable beat beatdowns was at the swamp. And it was a beatdown where I really almost called it and said, Hey, there's not even anyone H seed for this beatdown show up. I think four guys at H seed. A lot of guys were over. It might've been when the swamp was five days a week and maybe the herd had just launched or, I don't know, for, for whatever reason, there wasn't a whole bunch of people HC'd, but we showed up and there ended up being, I think, 11 or 12 guys there, two FNGs. It was one of those, if I hadn't have shown up or if I had made an audible and said, hey, let's, you know, let's cancel today, that nobody would have been there to, to be the cue or potentially an FNG would have showed up and, you know, no one would have been there because on Slack, we had 
canceled it, but they saw the thing posted on the internet or Facebook or wherever, whatever got them out there. So that was a memorable experience from the perspective of it was, it was great because I was expecting almost nobody to be there and then ended up being 11 guys, two FNGs, and we had a great workout, you know, great experience from the Q perspective and you know, thinking about what I'm going into as the, in the, the SLT and you know, the purpose of what we're trying to accomplish. You know, there's a lot of just important things that, that the messaging and being consistent and being there. And if we say we're going to be, be somewhere and, and host it and to do it, even if it's just one other guy that shows up with you. So I had several, several of those experiences too. From a beatdown perspective, there's a lot of great uh, tough beatdowns. You know, some of the more memorable stuff are the experiences where it's the the longer beatdowns. You know, the forge. I would really encourage people to participate and travel and and go see different sites through the forge. The Sasquatch event that we host uh, or participated in, that's usually done at the Huck. Uh, that was a great experience. It was a 10 mile ruck and got to meet some some packs from across the region that I haven't really met before or hadn't met before. Uh, a lot of the experiences where it's smaller groups, a lot of the rucking that uh, Mellon, you know, beat me out on the rucking challenge in November. But I mean, I don't know, we probably rucked together uh, probably at least 40 miles over that month of November. So a lot of experiences uh, rucking with him. Uh, so just, I mean, so many different experiences that, that stand out. Uh, a lot of the experiences, obviously, at the Heights, a lot of the experiences at, at the depot. It's amazing how F3 just keeps coming at you in waves the more you think about it because you've been in it a long enough time now to have a lot of memories and interactions. And so what would you say or how would you describe that F3 has made an impact in your life? Well, so my fitness level has obviously increased. So fitness, obviously the fellowship. I mean, I met so many great, great men, not just at the heights, but when I travel, I mean, I would say that's probably the, the biggest increase. I mean, I met men like you that otherwise I would not meet in, in the circles that I'm in. So uh, to me, it's expanding that circle. You're meeting other men like-minded, but you would not have met before. You know, having that fellowship, that faith in other, in other men, faith in something bigger uh, than yourself. And then just pushing yourself. I, I love the, the message that we're sending, the acceleration, constant acceleration, and it doesn't always need to be in your fitness. It could be in your fellowship, the acceleration of fellowship between other men, the fellowship uh, or the faith, the acceleration of your faith. So to me, I, I would say all three of those Fs have definitely accelerated and I've seen growth in. It's encouraged me to evangelize my own faith more than I had previously. So I would say those three Fs that are so simplistically outlined by the the message that we preach, fitness, fellowship, and faith, all have accelerated, and I've seen a lots of growth for myself in those three. That's great. If you uh, are on Slack, you will see uh, different people make different posts, and as SiteQ, one of the things that you've done really good is you kick off uh, the week with the update on who queued the last week, who's queuing in the coming week, and everything we need to know in announcements, and then you always conclude with this phrase that says, if a grown man hasn't told you today that he loves you, let me be the first to say, I love you. Why is it that you put that at the end of every post? Well, I mean, it is true. You know, us as men, we don't say I love you enough. 
I don't remember. I, I'm sure it's some one of the, the hosts of the F3 Nation podcast that says it at the end of their own uh, podcast, but forgive me for not remembering who, who initiated that or who started that on the F3 Nation level, but I heard it from them and I'm like, you know what, that's a great message. You know, we don't say it enough to each other. You know, I do love the packs. I love the message. I love what we're doing. And I just trying to do it, uh, you know, and simplistically, you know, tell people that I, I've started ending my own messages with, you know, the, the love Fulton message or, you know, the, I love you sign. I do that with my kids where, you know, the, the sign for, I love you in sign language. So I've tried to incorporate that, you know, everyone has their little quirky message that they do when you do your name Arama. So I've started incorporating the I love you sign into that. So as men, I think it's something we don't hear enough. Uh, we don't say it enough to each other. Kind of start spreading that, hey, I love you. If another man hasn't told you he loves you, we could, uh, that's something we can do better. So I just started doing that myself and saying, hey, I like that message. Let's Let's pass the love, share the love. It kind of goes to the message of, you know, get the FNGs out there, share the love uh, that that we continuously preach and, you know, evangelize the F, F3 message. So it's just another way to say, hey, you know, I love you. And probably another component of this, I suffer from foot and mouth disease sometimes. So sometimes I say something that I'm like, man, that was a really jerk comment. I, you, you know, it's an area I know I'm working on to become a better person and become a less jerky. So I might have said something even in that message, you know, there where I'm just announcing things like I don't mean to leave things off. I don't mean to offended somebody by something I had said, um, unless I intentionally and did it, but that's in jest most times. So anyway, it's an, just another way to say, Hey, I love you. I, we might not agree on something. I love you. It's just a message that we need to do more frequently. I, I agree completely. I, I was just curious if there was going to be a, a behind the story that, you know, a lot of people will express something that maybe they didn't feel growing up or that they struggled with. And so I just want to dive into that a little bit more. So you did good. You've told us a lot about, you know, F3, your involvement in it. Uh, but what about your family, your M, your 2.0s? Who, who makes up your family and has is your M specifically noticed a, a big difference in you? <laughs> so I am married. My wife's name is Christy. I have three children, uh, Tommy, nine. Nicholas uh, is six, almost seven, and Hannah is five. So I have uh, two boys and a girl and my wife, Christy. So we live here in Crestwood. You know, I, I had literally asked her this, like, hey, what have you noticed? That What's the biggest change? And um, she, she, of course, was like, well, you're stronger. Uh, I go, well, what else? Obviously, you know, you know, what what have you noticed? What What's the biggest change? So I don't know. My kids joke around with me like, oh, dad's off to do a ruck thing or dad's off to do that. So they they like the F3 thing. I've made a lot of big changes in my life in the last probably 14 months. So, you know, I go, I go, well, have you noticed that I'm nicer? She goes, well, yeah, you're nicer. But she's like, you also started doing, you know, the Exodus 90 thing. So was it that or was it, you know, I stopped drinking. That's part of my story. So like, is it the drinking? And I'm like, so it's multiple things have happened to me in the last 14 months that, you know, contribute to changes in myself. So she's like, I can't isolate it just to F3. But the one thing she did say is she goes, you know, I think it's been good for you. You're definitely a nicer person. She's like, the only downside is you, you jump into everything with, uh, you know, at 100 miles per hour and everything's full speed all the time with you. So, I mean, I think that's a cautious tale for you know, men out there is I suffer with this still, you know, I want to 
do things and I, you know, I would do this seven days a week. So just as a cautionary tale, like be, be careful that you don't have what, what's called the F3 widow, you know, so, um, you know, it, there are limits. Um, you know, I'm trying to be aware of that and present with that my own self. And, you know, so I would say she thinks it's a good thing overall, obviously. No, I think you're absolutely right. I, uh, one of the things I noticed, and I don't know if you can, uh, you know, testify to this or not, but like when I was going six days a week, I was like starting to fall asleep at four o'clock in the afternoon. Like I was dying. And so that's of course, you know, the time we're actually home together. And then I am about worthless. And so it's like, oh man, I had to, I had to make the conscious decision to pull back a little bit, you know, uh, and maybe not do quite that all the time because I was, I was becoming unproductive at home. No, definitely. I mean, Pillow Fight and I have had this conversation before where it's, you can't do this event that totally drains you and now you're totally useless, you know, for the rest of the weekend or the rest of the day or whatever it is. So there's a level of, you know, we want to push our fitness, we want to push our uh, fellowship, but you know, we can't push the fellowship so far that now I'm gone three nights a week because I'm out, you know, with the, my friends having fellowship or I'm out at a F3 second F event or I'm doing this. So there's obviously a, a balance there. I'm like I said, I fall guilty to, to this uh, because I want to do it all. And I'm trying to like, hey, I, I want to accelerate you know that. And we preach in F3, right, that the M is the most important relationship in your in your life so f3 should not be getting between your relationship with your m it's something i continue to work on i try to be cognizant of you know and i as i dial up and i prepare for hey if we want to do a grow ruck or if i want to do this uh, go ruck or if you want to do the 24-hour beatdown, i want to do all those things but i'm also like talking with my wife like okay what level of participation can i do in each one of these things and can i do a grow ruck, you know, versus I want to do all four of these, you know. So unfortunately, I I'm planning with her and we're communication is key and in that relationship. No, I think that's that's really good to make sure that you include your M when you make decisions, especially about involvement uh, with F3 because it it can be addicting like a drug. Like the fellowship is is good, but we got to be careful about it. Yeah. All right, uh last thing we're going to wrap up with then is uh and this is completely off the cuff, so you do what you want with it. What is a message you want to leave uh, the listeners with, whether that is people who are currently in F3, maybe somebody who's considering F3, whether it's somebody who needs to tell their friends or family about it, what would you want to share as we wrap up today? Well, I'll just say, I'll end it like I end my messages. If a, if a grown man hasn't told you he loves you today, let me be the first to tell you that I love you. And F3 is open to all men and you know, no matter your fitness level, no matter what you think about yourself or how you perceive yourself, come out, share the love with other men. It's a great experience. It will change your life if you want it, if you're ready for that change and you're ready to step up to your own game. I would tell you, I love you. Come be loved by some other men. <laughs> as weird as that sounds. It doesn't sound weird at all if you've been to F3 or if we've read your posts. A big thank you to Fulton as he left no word behind in that great interview. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode and look forward to next week as Sexy Dad sits down with Fiddy, and I'm sure they will have a whole great variety of topics and stories to share with us at that time. Until next time, this has been Mark Graviski, 37, Church Lady, 
See you in the gloom.